0: Hello, fellow podcasters. This is Juliana once again with an installment of Is This Actually Healthy? The material I present to you in this casual series has hopefully, to this point, been helping you gain better control over your eating habits and long term goals. In this episode and all my others, I try to provide you with practical tidbits of information that you can take with you and use in your everyday life, removing the barrier between the science of nutrition and us, the practitioners. And one topic that is been bound to come up is moving from what you can do to improve your habits at the grocery store to how you can apply healthier habits when you're out and about. Have you ever thought to yourself, if I'm eating healthy, can I still eat fast food? How often can I eat it? Are there some things I can do when eating out to make my choices align better with my goals? For someone who's trying to lose weight, for example, addressing these questions could be a critical determinant for your progress. We know that there are some dismal statistics involved with our out-of-the-house meals, such as that we consume up to 30% more calories per meal out than we would eating at home or packing a lunch. It may be no coincidence that the more you eat out, the more you increase your chances of excess calorie consumption, which can lead to obesity, heart disease, and other health damaging problems. This is because of the typically larger portion sizes, but also that a lot of the foods we eat out of the house are high in fats, salts, and processed sugars. This is especially the case with fast food. Quick, over-the-counter foods are almost always highly processed and ready for your consumption, and unfortunately, the nutrient content relative to the high amounts of fat, sugar, or salt is typically pretty low. Although there are healthier things we can order when eating out, the thing is... Most people don't order them. I think this is because when we eat out, we want something that we're really craving, something we find savory and satisfactory for the money that we're paying. I know it's common to think, if I want a crummy salad, I can make that at home. Why would I order that out and pay more for it? Okay, that might be a fair point. But are you really going to indulge on something not so good out of the house and then schedule your healthy alternative for your next meal to counterbalance it? Perhaps not. The undesirable contents in most fast foods can really amp up the calorie content, sometimes way beyond what you may expect. I mentioned in a previous episode that people are generally really bad about guessing how much calories is in their food, and they always underestimate it. For instance, a study conducted in 2010 and eleven, which was published in the British Journal of Medicine, surveyed 3,400 participants and had them estimate the calories in meals from popular U.S. fast food chains like McDonald's, KFC, Burger King, and Subway. In this study, one-fourth of participants underestimated the calories in their meals by at least 500 calories. For most people, this underestimation could be 25% of your daily recommended calorie intake. This study also showed that when eating out, average adults ordered meals containing over 800 calories. If we look at some of the meal options at... Um, the same popular food chains listed above, it's easy to get even more than this in a single meal, with a Big Mac meal at McDonald's or a Whopper meal at Burger King being over 1,000 calories a pop. Essentially, your choice to eat out for one meal in the day can be very costly. And if you still plan on eating more times throughout the day, then you're giving yourself little wiggle room before you theoretically spill over your calorie margin. With this information in mind, the best thing you can do is assess how relevant eating out is for you. Everyone eats out at some point, but it's a very different story eating fast food once or twice a week versus every day or multiple times per day. If you're in the first category, eating out may not have much of an effect on what you're doing, even if your choices on these days aren't exactly healthy. I'm all about helping you find aspects in your life that you could adjust, though. So if you're in the second category, it could really benefit you to think more about what you're eating. My first piece of advice is this. Think about what restaurants you eat at. Making any change requires assessing your situation and laying out the cards. Think, how often do I eat out? If you can recognize that your choices at these places are problems or guilty pleasures, then come up with a plan. If you just give yourself a resolution that you'll eat out less, I guarantee that nothing will change. You may be eating out because you don't like to cook, convenience, or just cravings, but those reasons will win out your resolution if you don't have some discipline. Tell yourself that on these specific days of the week, I will pack a lunch. Or set a rule that if you plan on picking up takeout for dinner, you need to ensure that you eat things from home for your other meals during the day. If you set a quota that you'll only go out to eat dinner on the weekends, then honor that. You'll probably realize that for some of your meals, you're actually choosing fast food out of convenience rather than necessity. Step two, what restaurants are you actually ordering from? Do the places you frequent have a range of options or options that to you seem healthy and appealing? If you already feel comfortable with what you're purchasing from a certain place, then you don't have to get rid of it. It may not be the demon to blame considering everything else that you're doing to eat healthier. But perhaps some of the other restaurants you frequent don't have such a golden halo around them. Shifting to eating more at restaurants you know you can make healthier options at could save you from making a bad choice somewhere else. The third thing you can do is reduce how much food you order. If there are options between a small, medium, or a large meal, go with what you think will fill you up and no more. It may be all too tempting to get a foot long at Subway or get a large bargain meal telling yourself that you'll save half of it for later, but if you don't, well, then what what did you get out of that? If you order some fast food combo that has too much food in it, order something else that you won't feel obligated to eat everything. Tip number four, if you want to sneak in healthier options and possibly lower the calorie content of fast food, try tweaking your order. This is what you could do if you really like a certain place, but you don't want to give it up completely. For instance, you can change the food you order by being a little bit pickier. Don't feel afraid to ask for something without the full-fat mayo, or tell someone to leave off the bacon. If there's a low-calorie and far healthier veggie burger on the menu, this could be a big step away from that fatty beef burger. When you order a salad, choose a low-calorie dressing like a vinaigrette or some olive oil instead of going for the ranch. Now how about the other things that come with that meal? You may end up with a meal that includes a side and a drink. Often this could be in the form of fries or chips and then a soft drink. In your head, you may fixate on the entree instead of the sides, but these can constitute a lot of additional calories uh, to the meal and these calories shouldn't be swept under the metaphorical rug. If you really like ordering a burger, this could already be a 600 calorie burger. For your lunch, this might be the perfect amount that you want. If you eat three or four balanced meals per day, a lunch really shouldn't exceed this calorie amount anyway. Therefore, one thing you can do is pass on the fries. If you still feel like this is skimpy, try replacing the fries with something else on the menu, like baked potato, steamed veggies, or really anything that isn't fried in oil. And definitely pass on the full sugar soft drink. The drink you can easily replace with water, sparkling water, unsweetened tea, or a zero-sugar soda if you want to scrap those sugar calories. To conclude my points, first, be aware of how much you eat out and if this is a red flag for you. Two, think about which fast food restaurants you're actually eating at. If they don't have suitable options for you, it may be time to depend more on restaurants that do. Tip number three, reduce the portion sizes if you know you're getting more than you need to fill up. Four, tweak your fast food orders to remove some of the unhealthy ingredients or substitute in healthier choices. Overall, I'm a person who typically eats out maybe once or twice a week, and I'm very content with that. I get peace of mind knowing I have more control over what I eat and that it's high quality, me-approved food. You don't have to follow my same policy, but I know these tips will make you more aware of your own fast food consumption. I really hope this episode has been useful. For my next episode, I plan on sticking with this topic a little longer since making good choices while eating out is such an important aspect of our daily nutrition. There's certainly more that we haven't touched on yet, so tune in to the next episode to find out more. You've been listening to Is This Actually Healthy? This is Juliana signing off.